Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Crew, we're back for another episode. Today, we are out of the A. We are in H-Town. We are in Houston. We have a special guest with us, born and raised here in Houston. I want to give him a chance to introduce our, himself. But before we do that, how are you feeling, Vlad? I'm doing good. Welcome back for another week's episode. Again, we are out here live from Houston, Texas, um, giving you guys an insight from a born and raised um, true diehard Houston fan. I'll let him introduce himself. Right, right. Uh H-Town Chris on Clubhouse, uh, or just Chris, uh, man, born and raised in Houston my whole life, um, you know, a fan of all the Houston teams, Astros, Rockets, Texans, um, went to college out here, I mean, I'm born and raised here. What college you went to? That's U of H. Okay. okay yeah. cool. That's funny, we saw you guys' baseball team in the airport. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, nice new university, team. by the way. Nice new university. Yeah, yeah. Stir war, man. Oh, so you bleed that red, that, that Houston red for real, for real. It's <laughs> sure, in your blood. Sure. So um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get right into it. So obviously born and raised from Houston, Texas. Um, is this a family-inherited thing or why you were a fan of all the Houston teams? Or is it just because you live here and you just had to accept it? No, man. Uh, really, it's just a, a sense of pride. You know, maybe it's just me because my parents are cowboy fans. Oh I God! Hate, yeah. And I hate the Cowboys, right? So uh, welcome yeah. to the club. We do too. Yeah, yep. man. So <laughs> I I don't know what what just sparked in me. I just latched on to my teams. You know, with with the Oilers. You know, I went to a Oilers game. I went to um, a Oilers and Dolphins game. Dan Marino, and Warren Moon. You mm-hmm. know, um, and when they left, you know, it kind of left us in limbo. You bandwagon of whatever team is winning but when the Texans came I was all on board okay that's yeah. dope that's dope so um I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you know you've been through the ups and downs with the Texans um wh- how old were you when you guys first got your Texans team up? it was 02 I was a senior in high school okay. mm, so, so how was it how was like the city at that point when you guys got your first true NFL pro team um if if I can go back and remember, I know a lot of people were disappointed in the in the team name. Mm-hmm. It, like, yeah, we thought it was really corny. The logo was corny. Yeah, um, I remember the first logo. It, it was yeah. kind of like a bop. The colors were a bop off the Patriots, you know. So it, yeah. it was some fans that were, you know, kind of iffy about it. But, I mean, that first game was against uh, the Cowboys Sunday night. Mm. So you had all the <laughs> Cowboy fans in the city, all the – the people that latched on to the Texans and we beat them, man. That, I'll, I'll never forget that. I know you talk. You were talking trash that whole time, uh, man. I had that recorded on VHS. <laughs> I will never forget that moment, man. That's what's up. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. So there's one thing. Well, I know this, but if you could just tell the fan base for us, I know you're a true diehard Houston Rockets fan. Mm-hmm. Now, there's people in our audience, or not audience, but our listeners that got to see Jordan play, and some that didn't. Now, I know you told me, along with some other people in our clubhouse group, um, this one statement that you always live by, (laughs) that 95-96 season, if Michael Jordan never retired, what would have been the result? 
I mean, me as a Houston fan, I think we beat them twice. But mm. I think even if you, <laughs> you know, take the bias out of it, take your Jordan, because I think Jordan is a goat too, right? But right. if you take your bias out of it, I think we at least win one. I think the fan, a non-biased fan can say we at least split, you know. Me personally, I think we would have won the the ninety five one for sure. Mm. For sure, for sure. Because yeah. uh, I've seen the highlights. The king was he was a problem. Yeah. I mean, that dream shake was a he's put you he's gonna put you in your dreams for and real. You, and you know, nightmares. Uh, you know, you've heard me mention this before. A lot of Jordan fans, they, I mean, he was there the second year. That's yeah. true. Granted, it was only seventeen games, but he was there. And he fell short. He he got beat by the Magics, and he didn't right. get to see you guys. And you guys killed the Magics. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, in the finals. So yeah, it's it's always a asterisk, I guess you can say, of yeah. what will really will happen. Yeah. I think you guys will split the series only because how dominant right. Akeem was during that time. Um, I've seen what Akeem done to David Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, so Akeem was really he really was a problem. <laughs> But you know, he made David Robinson look like a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stole his MVP. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. But just to to say that you think someone would reel off eight or nine championships in a row, I, I just don't. See that's that. hard. That's yeah. that's the hard part I have with people. It's like I know he got six, but two more, and it's not like I get it. Houston was a six seed when they when you guys won it, but right. eight years of no injuries, no weird calls, no weird plays. Mm-hmm. You almost have to play at least eighty percent perfect. Like mm-hmm. that's hard. I don't yeah. care who you are. That's hard. Yeah. So, think think about Scottie Pippen had a migraine. That exactly say that cost him a championship or beating Detroit because he had a migraine. It's little stuff like that. Can exactly. Stop you from yeah. Winning a championship. That's for sure. But and let's the, move. The higher you get into success, the more you're fighting yourself. Yeah. Um, because then you have more time to where your demons come out, mm-hmm. and so you're trying to perfect your craft because you're like, okay, I've I've mastered a ton of things as it comes to outside of myself now i got to deal with up here mentally yeah, yeah. so yeah you see that all the time especially yeah. in sports that's true <laughs> but let's move on to the present time um i know we're still in basketball season but nfl season just finished up we're getting into the off season and there's a big thing going on in your city especially with your houston texans at your quarterback position hmm. how do you feel about this whole deshaun watson situation that's going on Man, I'm uh, I'm so torn because as a Texans fan, we have we had Matt Schaub, right? Matt oh, Schaub, man, was, I remember he he was good, you know, a couple of Pro Bowls, but we've never had a franchise top five quarterback in the league type of guy. So uh, for him to want out, you know, it, it really rubbed me the wrong way as a fan. You know, I I just want to tell him like, man, just okay, just go get out. Yeah, don't but, drag this on. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But the other half of me, like I said, we may not ever get this chance again, you know, mm-hmm. to have this type of quarterback. So That's true. Part of me wants to keep him. Part of me just wants to say, man, Deshaun, get out, man. <laughs> you know, but unfortunately, with this new situation, yeah, I don't think he's going to play this year. So we'll see. Oh, so you don't even think he's going to touch it field for nobody. I, I mean, we'll see what uh, Goodell does, but... Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty serious. It's pretty serious. Where the smokes is fire. That yeah. that's true. So you guys lost D Hop. Yeah. Well, gave away D Hop. <laughs> As D Hop, because D Hop would say that he was forced yeah. out of there. That's that is true to an extent. Uh, right. JJ Watt is gone. Right. And Deshaun Watson limbs. 
Mm-hmm. Whoa, we're forgetting someone. Will Fuller's gone. Will yeah. Fuller, too. Like, a yeah. lot of weapons walked so, out that door. In a matter of two years, the Texans, you guys were maybe a game away? Mm-hmm. A game and a half away from the Super Bowl? A half. Yeah, a half, literally a half. And now, two years later, you guys probably could be contending for a, a top ten pick in next year's draft. You guys had D Hop, Deshaun, Will Fuller, JJ Watt, and now two years later, you guys got rid of D Hop. JJ mm-hmm. Watt is gone. Deshaun Watson's on limbs. Mm-hmm. And Will Fuller's gone. So what is it going to take for the Texans to get back to a contending team? Like you just said, you know, getting Deshaun Watson, who's a top five quarterback in this league, might not come by anytime soon. Right. So what do you think, as a Texans fan, what is it going to take? Or is it a new coach, new organization, or is it never going to happen? Um. Well, of course, it all depends on Deshaun, right? So it's like a loaded question. If Deshaun is here, I think we're right back where we where we left off, you know. But if no Deshaun and we trade him, it depends on the assets we get back, you know. You know the Tua the Tua thing was floated around. Uh, I've seen some Matt Ryan scenarios. So I think if if we get a quarterback that's ready to play right now, mm-hmm. I think we'll we'll be okay. Maybe not contender status, but being a contender. Uh, if Deshaun is not here, probably five five years away, man. You know it. I like the most Casario, our new general manager, is making. You know uh, he he seems like they're changing the culture like pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So, dope. Yeah. Okay. And then let's let's go to I guess what two blocks away, the Toyota Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going to take for you guys to be relevant? Ever again in the NBA. <laughs> wow. Ever again, ever again, <laughs> like now that you guys got rid of your franchise player, um, James Harden, right. who's been with you guys for the past eight years, um, now in, who's now in Brooklyn, you guys two years ago were one game away from the NBA Finals, which I think if you guys did win, you guys would have won. I think you guys would beat the 2018 Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Um and now you guys went and got Victor Oladipo, who obviously went to Miami. You guys got John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins, but I don't think DeMarcus Cousins is going to resign with you guys, personally, in my opinion. You got Kelly Bird. He's not Kelly. Uh, yeah. Olenek. <laughs> Kelly Olenek. He's Kelly Bird. Because he wasn't doing nothing like that in Miami. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then he went to the Rockets and started balling out. Balling out, Kelly yeah. Bird. <laughs> so the Rockets had literally went, you guys went from a deep playoff run team to now – Struggling mm-hmm. A lottery pick. Right. Um, what's going on with the Rockets? Well, you know, are you guys ever going to recover from this? Or is this going to be a, the start of a true, true rebuild? Uh, yeah, I think we're going through a rebuild right now. But, um, you know, the Rockets were actually playing some some pretty good ball, Towards you know, end, before yeah. the injuries, Oladipo, Wall, uh, when Christian Wood got hurt. That's when mm-hmm. Yeah, really got Christian Wood so, was hoping big for you. Because he, he would have been the most improved player, in my opinion, if he wouldn't have got gotten hurt. I agree. Um, but, yeah, hopefully we get this number one pick and we snap uh, Kay Cunningham. That's you think he's going to be number say. one? That's what yeah, I was going to sure. say. I think sure. Jalen Green is going to be number one. Over Cade? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I prefer Cade, but, I mean, if we get the number one pick, 
Yeah, we're not going to be a contender, but I think we'll be right back in the fighting for that 9-8 spot, you know, That's especially tough. with the playing games that they do. You know, now, the West so. is tough. You got yeah. New Orleans, Golden State, San Antonio is going to be back. Memphis is on the rise. Right. This is going to be tough. Yeah. So it depends. Uh, I'm glad we dodged that Victor Oladipo bullet and he didn't <laughs> sign true. with us because... Uh, and Karis LeVert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that situation doesn't look good, but... Um, we get Kate Cunningham, man. I'm, it's I'm a good on board. Start. It's a mm. good start. I can't man. wait. Ask the Atlanta uh, Atlanta Hawks how important it is to get a point guard. Although Kate Kate is he's not a no, pure he, point guard. He, no, he's, he's a like shooting a guard. Isn't he? he's, he's a, a two, two. Yeah. A combo guard. But no, he's more of a two than well, he is. If John Wall stayed, they won't need a point guard. No, I don't want him to stay. <laughs> John, you don't. You want no, John Wall no, to go? I don't want John. You don't want John Wall? No. Mm. What what has been the issue? Do you think is it just his style of play is not? Yeah, he know? still he still has a speed. Obviously, he's not yeah. as fast as he used to be. But man, if a point guard that can't shoot, I don't. And today's I don't really game, want yeah, him. you're right. Yeah. That's I don't I don't disagree with you. Today's game, you got to be able to shoot the three ball, especially yeah. at that position. Yeah, for sure. The point guards are deep. And Cunningham does that at an exciting clip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he can shoot. For sure. Um, but that, as I was saying with the Hawks, we, I remember mm-hmm. when uh, the Hawks drafted Trey. Mm-hmm. And I texted Vlad, and I was like, finally. Right. Finally got one. Like, this is a building block. I mean, mm-hmm. you had, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Collins. John Collins before, the year before. But I can see yeah. the Rockets kind of following that kind of blueprint where mm-hmm. you have these offensive youngins coming in that can really put the ball in the basket. Cade. I, man, I'd be excited to see him play because he can put a ball in the basket for sure. And we had we had our run, man. You know, it was what eight years in a row. Yeah, we yeah had, every year, yeah, got better. Yeah, we held the streak for after the Spurs lost it, we got it. So I can't complain as a fan. Yeah, we didn't win it, and we never made it to the finals. But when you're going up against a super team every year, you, I mean, it's hard to compete with. That's mm. true. Now, before we move on, I do want to ask you a question. Game seven. 2018 Western Conference Finals. I knew you were going to bring this up. 27 in a row. <laughs> How? How? Y'all were the best three-point shooting team in the league. You guys were up 3-2. Going to your house. Mm-hmm. What happened? Or what was the feeling in the city? Because That's I truly I believe you guys would have won the championship that year. You yeah. guys would have beat Cleveland. Right. And I know you guys haven't won. Last championship was, yeah, Hakeem. Hakeem mm-hmm. with the back-to-back with um, Kenny Smith. So you guys are due for a championship in this city. Yeah. What was the vibe in the city? I know you as a deep sports fan, How did, you know, what were you thinking or what was going through your mind in Game 7? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, you know, just, you know, how did you feel about that moment? Oh, man. So when Chris Paul went down, the first of all, the city was rocking. You know, local radio was hyping everything up. Mm-hmm. You know, red, red everywhere, you know. <laughs> uh, but when Chris Paul went down, me, I see, I'm a realist. You know, I'm not one of those, oh, we're still going to win. When he went down, honestly, I I just turned the TV off. You know, I was like. <laughs> you said wrap it up. I, I, it's Time a to wrap, go, man. Dang. So, you know, game six, Harden goes out there and he's just killing it. Mm-hmm. We take a big lead and then Harden gasses out and we lose. Mm-hmm. Game seven, big lead, jump out. Now we start missing all of these threes, 27 in a row. And Kevin Durant, he said it perfectly in the interview. You know, we let James do what he do. 
we knew he would get gassed and and we put our foot on the gas and take off and it was a wrap it was very frustrating because you know they're playing with our hearts but we're blowing them out both games without Chris Paul and they they just blow it man and I think you guys that year was that was the year for you guys to beat Golden State I think even at the beginning of the season I said Houston's gonna beat them right Houston's gonna be Houston's mm. going to beat them and I, I'll be honest, I had money on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you lose? Well, I didn't do it for the series. I did I did it by game. Oh, okay. So, game one, I think you guys lost in Golden State. That's when um, Harden was chirping about um, everybody coming into his shooting pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and that game was close. Game, and then the rest of the games, I did by game by game purpose. But, so, I didn't really like lose, per se. But in totality, I did have you guys win the whole series at the end. Mm-hmm. But obviously that happened. But yeah, I mean that was man that Western Conference Finals. I, it was one at least in the past three years one of the most. And neither teams are my team. Neither teams are. I could say you know I mm-hmm. didn't care who won. I, I mean, granted, I did want Golden State to lose, but literally every game you was at the edge of your seat because yeah. you did not know what was going to happen. Um, but I did like to pick up Chris Paul, who was also my favorite point guard um, coming to Houston. I think. You know, the style of play you guys had, that very up-and-down play, even though he was much older, but he, he looked like he fit right in. He executed you guys' offense, got you guys started early. But what I like better about it is Harden didn't have to take the rebound and come down and initiate offense. There's times mm-hmm. where, you know, you guys can give Chris Paul the rebound. Yeah. I mean, yeah, give give the ball to Chris Paul after the rebound, and then James Harden after half court would pick it up and then, you know, get the offense going. But... Now that Chris Paul's gone and Harden's gone, um, I think it's going to take a a little time for you guys to get to that level. I'll be honest with you, um, Houston was at I'll say the best I've seen Houston, even even when T Mac and Yao was here. Right. You know, I I haven't seen Houston basketball like that probably, at least in my lifetime, maybe ever. Like you guys, I think you guys were literally right there with Golden State, yeah. neck and neck. You know, yes, you guys didn't have. Kevin Durant, Clay, and Steph, you know, the big, big names. But with Chris Paul Harden, I think, and all the other shooters you guys had around them, that was more than enough to take all the way, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, I wanted it so bad because, know. you know, just, to, oh, you only have two rings because Jordan wasn't there. Yeah. So it's time to, to be able it, to yeah. beat a Kevin Durant unstoppable Golden State team and and win it all, man, that would have been bragging rights for forever. <laughs> forever. forever. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? The NBA is a star-driven league. We know that. We know, hey, these stars get preferential treatment while on the court. They get calls. That's why they call them superstar calls. If what you said comes true and the, the Rockets are able to secure that first um, draft pick and get Cade Cunningham, he has the potential to become that guy. And it only takes one. Yeah. I mean, look at the Grizzlies. With John Morant. Yeah. yeah. And he came out of nowhere. <laughs> Nobody was watching Murray State, you right. know? Yeah. So it, it's it's a it's a one-star thing that gets you there to the door. And then if you have a competent franchise, that's something I would like to ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you think the franchise is competent en- enough? Because I think Maury has done a good job, a really good job with the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. It, has he left a void to where, okay, because – 
you what's up vlad will tell you when it comes to the hawks and everything there have been Mm -hmm. grave mistakes that have set the organization back 10 years do you think the organization itself is competent enough to keep building first of all to get someone like a cade cunningham and to build on top of that Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Raphael Stone, he that's the new GM. You know, he he seems to be doing a good job. We getting all of this draft capital. So, uh, like you said, we get that number one pick, and you get Kate Cunningham or Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? You know, with Christian Wood, like I said, I think we could be in that playing game next year, nine ten slot. You never know. I think so too. Yeah. That's true. That's just best part of is having Christian Wood there. You know, you have someone who's a talent already established. So then getting in a young guy, putting them together, that pick and roll could be really, really deadly. For sure, for sure. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll talk about a few things, and then we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more. All right, we're back back again. There are a couple of things that we want to talk about before we wrap this thing up. There's some really, really good conversation. I want to ask you, Chris, let's talk about what I personally think is one of the most, and you tell me if you think you feel the same way. I feel like this is the most dominant Houston team say ever. Before. No, and in the state's history. And 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 I say that light I, I say that kind of treading lightly because I know the Rockets had that those dominant years, but man, they did back they did back to back? Back to back to back to back. No, I'm saying Rockets did back to back. Oh right? yeah, Rockets right, right. did back to back. But, right, but right. the comments did back to back to back to back. Never yeah. been done ever anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's dominance. Yeah. Tell me what you, how you feel about the Houston Comets. Were you able to watch them play? And the indomitable, the Michael Jordan of the WNBA, uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Cooper. Cooper. Tell me about them, man. Oh, yeah, man. It was, that was a, a fun team. Uh, they got started when I was in middle school. Uh, so, like I just said off mic, I was in the uh, marching band. Where'd you play? I'm trying to cut your... Oh, yeah, we played trumpet, too. He played trumpet. Yeah. I was percussion. <laughs> Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so every time they won a championship, the four times in a row, we had to go out there uh, during the parade downtown and, and play. Mm-hmm. So uh, we would be right behind the, the little players on the float. So it, it was a pretty cool experience, man. Uh, but, yeah, Tina Thompson, uh, Cheryl Swoops, Cynthia Cooper. It was Dynasty, an exciting man. time, man. Oh and and Cheryl Swoops, you know, she missed the first year because she was pregnant. Yeah. So people were wondering, you know, how would she come back and would she be the same? And she came back killing it, you know, MVP. And uh, if, you know, if these girls were playing, or women, I should say, if they were playing in this era, mm-hmm. man, it it would be crazy. Yeah, so, because better I— Better than Diana Taurasi. Oh, yeah. yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. yeah, no, 100%. Because, I mean, you think of Cynthia Cooper was in her she would, upper yeah. 30s. Mm-hmm. And Averaging giving, 30. <laughs> yeah. giving buckets reading about her story from her point of view is what really got me 
all right, let me look into some YouTube highlights. Let me look into something. It wasn't a lot out there, but seeing her, how she dominated overseas and then came to WNBA and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it again. Yeah, <laughs> she she coaches the uh, Texas Southern University right down the street. To this day? Yeah. 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 Wow. I do have a question, though. Is it true from what I've heard? I know you were young during that time, but I heard those games used to be just as packed as Rockets games or even more packed. Is that, is that true? Uh, come playoff time, it would be. Okay. Playoff time, it would be rocking like a, it was sold out. Mm-hmm. And, and the crowd was going crazy, man. That's wow. when Cynthia yeah. Cooper would do Raise the Roof. Yeah, Raise the Roof. Oh, yeah, you remember that. Come on, man. Yeah. I, I, okay. I do my research for sure. Because yeah. when you talk about four straight, you have to know about and that. And she was averaging yeah. 30, 30 to 32 plus every year of those four straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a local rapper here named ESG. I don't know if y'all heard of him. No. But uh, kind of not with Switcher House, but mm-hmm. around, always hung around him. But he has a line in one of his songs that's very popular. It's back to back, back to back, like the comments. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna check that out. That's I'm awesome, man. That I, I love hearing some regional talent and, and people really paying homage because mm-hmm. these ladies are, are greatness. They, they were they were legends. They still are legends. That's a fact. When you talk, to, this is how you know. When you talk to someone who's watched the WNBA for a long time and you mention them, there's a reverence that comes mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when you talk about Michael Jordan, you talk about Hakeem Olajuwon. When you talk about Tina Thompson, they're like, Tina, Tina, wow. Where would we be without Tina? You know, so it's, it's really cool. Yeah, really I, cool if, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's still number two on the all-time scoring list. I, I, she I think probably, so. Probably so, yeah. Yeah, because Diana is number one, and she's number two, if I'm, if I'm correct. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it's sad that you guys are so excited about this, and, and now we don't even have a team. Yeah. yeah. That, that's crazy. Folded. Houston, you guys need to get a team back to Houston ASAP. Yeah, um, yeah just bring the comments right back. Exactly. I would be, those jerseys was fire, too. Because that's when yeah. they, were, they were coordinated at the, the same Rockets. time, the pinstripes. Yeah. Yep. Ooh-wee. Yeah, yeah, so whoever needs to be spoken to, you guys need to bring <laughs> Uh, Hear this podcast. Come on. <laughs> God, they bring the Houston comments back to Houston. Yeah, ASAP. Somebody called Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Buy that. Bring That's him for back. sure. <laughs> but let's go ahead and move on to our um, our last segment of the show. Obviously, it is NBA playoffs time. Um, so we just want to get your intake of what do you think about the first round so far? Um, how you like the matchups? What do you guys? What do you think about the young guys showing up like Luca, John Morant? Um, balling out in the first round. And, of course, before we go, we got to get you to tell us who's going to win this year. But that's at the end. Okay, go I got it. <laughs> um, John Morant, man, is a player that I really love. I've, I've already watched him twice since he's uh, come in. In person? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. with, uh, the MLK the MLK game. Mm-hmm. Okay. When they came here. Yeah. Um, I always said that he should go before Zion. Mm. You know that that was my opinion. That's a hot but, take. So I'm I'm I agree. Really excited <laughs> to see him doing his thing, making the playoffs. Uh, Luca is oh my god. You know, yeah. Watching that man do what he do, man. And Trey, you know Trey. Everybody likes to compare Trey and Luca. So it's good to see both of them in the playoffs and doing yeah. pretty well. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty disappointed in Julius Randle. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah, man. His his play has been. Horrible. Shout out to Nate McMillan with that defensive scheme with the Hawks. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else, man? Uh, Nicola is doing good. You know, he yeah. didn't play that well today. I saw they got blown out, but I, I didn't get to. Catch it's gonna be a tough series. Yeah. I mean, not tough, but it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. 
really neck to neck series with that one, especially with Jamal. I mean, Jamal Murray out. Yeah, lost a second guy, so it'll be really tough for them. You know who I'm really rooting for, and I'm I'm glad to see that he's doing a little better as Ben Ben Simmons. Mm. So I don't I don't think they'll go all the way, but them going to the conference championship. Don't think they can beat Brooklyn? Oh no. No, I don't think they beat Brooklyn or Milwaukee. You know what's crazy? I, I actually have Milwaukee winning. Um, the whole the whole thing. You're I have crazy. Milwaukee winning. How much you gonna put on that? I'm not putting none on it. Okay. I uh, <laughs> I don't disagree with that. Yeah. So y'all both? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, no. I have Brooklyn winning it all. Okay. However, I Milwaukee is a dark horse. Yep. You know they're kind of just floating under the radar, and have been all season. The pressure is off Giannis. To what pressure? He just signed for two twenty eight. Yeah, there's still pressure. You still have to produce. That's what's how the pressure off is off him. Because I'm talking about national media. Oh, so okay. once, once, because that's really all that matters. Milwaukee's not going to give you. They kind of flown under the radar. This yeah, year. and they've blown out Brooklyn several times this year. Yeah. They and they have the highest offense uh, in the league and uh, the defense, as you can see it with my Miami Heat, yeah. not too shabby. Um, yeah. They did lose Dante DiVincenzo, but I think I think yeah. they can win it all. Mm. I okay. couldn't see so yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the playoffs have, have been really good, man. It's funny how we're in this prisoner of the moment uh, social media age because everybody's ready to kill the Clippers and the series mm-hmm. not over. Right. You yeah. saw Dallas had what the the biggest crowd since COVID, mm-hmm. and what happened? They lost. They lost. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, things can we'll, turn around quick. Yeah. So, real quick, who do you have moving on to the next round um, out of all these matchups? Uh, so, okay, uh, Brooklyn, of course. Okay. Uh, Atlanta. I thought the Knicks would win, but Atlanta looks like they're choice, the better choice. team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still think the Clippers will win. The Lakers, of course. Utah. Um, Denver. I think Denver will will pull it out. They'll gut it out. Um mm-hmm. Philly, of course, and it, I hit all of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then we got win, going to the finals, and then winning it all. Uh, the Lakers in Brooklyn, you know, and and wow. of course, I mean, it, it's chalk, right? But well, technically not because they're the seven seed. But um, I think Brooklyn will take it. Hmm. Yeah, see. I would like to see Milwaukee and the Lakers. I would because too. I don't. of the storylines of you know. Giannis, you remember that time where it was some play that he made against the Lakers a couple seasons ago, and he did the gesture of putting a crown on his head, mm-hmm. like, I'm the king now, things okay. like that. And that's very out of character for Giannis. Mm-hmm. He's not a big braggadocious guy. You know, he'll yell after a few dunks, but he's not that in-your-face type of guy. So to see that shows me that he's, even though the national pressure is off of him, he really still feels it and still understands yo this is my legacy so i have to now we got drew we got all these people on the team i gotta make something happen so i would love to see that absolutely i think it's gonna be la new york knicks not the knicks (laughs) (laughs) brooklyn 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 nets um i think that's what the nba won obviously it's gonna be a great storyline two big cities obviously the two players in the nba lebron and katie go at it once again um, All right, can't eat barbecue chicken if you're going against LeBron. That Forget is true. <laughs> um, On the I, defensive end, not offense. Yeah, not offense. 
Um, I think if there's more at stake, obviously Kyrie has something to prove. Harden definitely has something to prove. We get in the ring, and I even Kevin Durant has something to prove. You know, can he win a championship outside of Golden State? And then obviously, um, there's something at stake for LeBron too. We all know, um, he's two rings away from Jordan. Um, he's one ring away from tying with Magic. Um, and obviously, winning a another back-to-back championship will obviously elevate his resume even more. So I think that will be the finals matchup that. Um, the NBA we want, but we will just have to wait and see. But for sure, I have LA and Brooklyn um, in the finals also. And who do you have? Hmm. Chris putting the pressure. <laughs> my, my basketball mind wants to go logical and say, okay, obviously you got if you got Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Harden on one team, you just think automatically championship, right? Mm-hmm. But then my intuitive basketball <laughs> and slightly biased basketball mind wants to say don't bet against the king right um especially if he has he continue to play i think he would continue to get healthier uh, the only x factor is anthony davis yeah. yeah anthony davis has to stay on the goddamn floor get <laughs> stop falling all the goddamn time <laughs> but um have we reached that level of don't bet against brady and don't yes. bet against lebron yes we're we're, there? yes yes since miami this? since uh, miami Brady, yeah, I would. I don't think we're there with LeBron. No, he I has think, a losing record. So how yeah, can but you say that? He, we we'll touch base on this <laughs> on another day. But let me talk about the losing clubhouse record. on one day, seven p.m. Let me talk about the, clo- <laughs> the 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 losing record. The only one that everybody did not predict was the 2011 finals. All the other all the other losses it was predictable. 2011, um, 2007. There's no way that Cleveland team's being the Spurs, right? That 2017 team with Kevin Durant's first year in Golden State, mm-hmm. you're not being in that Golden State team. Right. 2018 Cavaliers with LeBron and that JV team, mm-hmm. you're not you're not being them. So, um, and okay, and I'll I'll make a net. Well, I don't want to make exception, but obviously Dwayne Wade was health. I'm I'm not healthy going into that 2014 one. Talking Miami about the last year, the last year. Well, yeah. I can give insight on that. Anyone who was in the locker room knew they weren't going to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were tired of each other. Ray Allen didn't talk to Spo for a year. Mm-hmm. The entire season. I think they were tired of each other and they were just physically tired yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four it, straight finals. Yeah. Yeah. The last two were very, very tough. Yep. Um, mentally, I think Miami was checked out. Yeah, they were done. Um, From which the beginning of the season. Yeah, which obviously is not an excuse, but Wade was on his last knees. Yeah. You know, and then what little did we know, Chris Bosch also had a health thing. Health condition, which we find out later on, which blew up. So um, that one is, I guess you can put a little asterisk because, you know, Miami still should have pulled that one out. But most of the losses LeBron have, it's kind of like, okay, you look at it and you're like, well, yeah. What do you kind of Excuse it. Yeah, but, that, that's what I was hearing. <laughs> but, but, you know, we leave that for another day in that episode. But um, I, I still, it's, when it comes playoffs, maybe finals, but playoffs. Uh, I'm not so you got the Lakers. Uh, it's hard for me not because my only thing is this: I've seen what LeBron done with less, mm-hmm. and I've seen LeBron when he really wants to turn it on. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. It's literally a light switch. You all right? Game over. Yeah, that fadeaway jumper he's hitting, and it's falling. It's looking, and it's and good. game three of that uh, Phoenix Suns game. You know, you know, you know what really. Uh, raised my eyebrow and I said, all right, LeBron's ready for the playoffs now. It's not the performance. It's when he yelled at KCP. I said, oh, LeBron woke up. 
Mm-hmm. LeBron woke up. And then when he started toying with Jay Crowder, I said, oh, y'all poked a bear. It's over now. <laughs> yeah. Y'all poked a bear. So I've seen LeBron, obviously, in his totality, his whole career. Um, and I've seen it too many times to know when it comes playoff time, <coughs> he turns into a whole nother beast. And I don't care, 36. I don't care, sprained ankle. I don't know what he does. He, he literally he just, it's a switch he turns on. And it, like he said, yeah, it's, it's called Zero Dark 30. There you go, <laughs> and it, it's 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 scary, scary good. So I will say with Brooklyn, I think that they need to get some games in. You know, so I agree. I'm I'm kind of glad Boston won that game last night. I I feel like the more games they play, if they you know get a six game, seven game series every round, I think they'll be ready for the finals. But yeah. the last thing they need to do is breeze through it. Yeah. I definitely agree, especially with the big three. Is Milwaukee have- and Brooklyn on the same side of the bracket? Yeah, that's nice. the next round. That's next oh, round. Oh, man. Yeah. What a bad draw for Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, it was in the finals, it's a tough, tough road to the finals, finals yeah. for them. Tough road. Yikes. They got to play Miami, and then they got to play Brooklyn next year, and then whoever the winner of Philly and Atlanta. Yeah. So they might they might actually have to go Miami, Brooklyn, Philly to get to the finals. Right. So my my thing is, if Milwaukee does this and they win it all, mm-hmm. we're gonna Giannis. have to have a conversation about young. That's a great yeah. run. Yeah. 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 That that'll be a hell of a run. Definitely. Yeah. We got. We got. It would be. I'm not counting Miami. I know I'm a Heat fan, but I'm not mm-hmm. counting. Get no, you still have to count them, and I'm gonna tell you why. Only because of what Miami did to them last year, and Miami was in the finals last year. It was a good right. warm up. I'm not saying I don't care if it's a sweep. It's not a warm up. Milwaukee did what. Well, my, what Milwaukee did this year to Miami in the in the playoffs was, mm-hmm. we saw what you guys did in the play, uh, in the, uh, we saw what you guys did to us in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. It looked like the second half of the season they made sure we gonna get you back. Nah, yeah. nah I'm not. I'm not going, going that far. I'm not. I'm not going far as to say like we. Yes, we welcome the challenge of Miami. Just it's the same way of like, I'm on Heat Twitter all the time, and oh, we want the Bucks. I said you're an idiot. Okay, they're going to wipe us off the floor. We're a trash team this year, period. And we've been that way from game one. These boys were not ready, right? That's not an excuse, but it's very, very. And, and then Bucks are a completely different team. One or two pieces changed it all. Not to go into a whole bunch of Miami Heat stuff, but it will be impressive to see that they took care of business. They used last season. And I think one of the things that's about Milwaukee that's um, – Kind of unfolding in front of our eyes, your guy Coach Bud is coaching his ass off. He's always been a good coach. Yeah, but he hasn't been this good of a coach. We'll see next year. When it comes to adjustments, Coach Bud is not known for his adjustments. And to be able to see him put these pieces together so quick, uh, albeit, you know, Drew Holiday is a pretty easy piece of the puzzle to put in and and get him to work. But he's been doing an amazing job. I agree. But, but yes, I agree with you, Chris. If if he's able, if Giannis and the Bucks are able to pull this off, we got to say, okay, this was one of the better runs that we've seen. Absolutely, sure. I don't think they pull it off though. But it would be. You got a green and white shirt on, and you going against your boys? <laughs> They're not my boys. <laughs> my boys are playing uh, the Knicks right now. But um, yeah, I don't. I, I, it's it's gonna be hard for them to get brooklyn especially Giannis can't shoot but we have to wait and see i mean if bud can make those adjustments then it's definitely gonna be hell of a series probably go seven games for sure let it go on record vlad so, has the lakers you got I the, have the bucks you got and the chris bucks. who the you got nets. you got the nets yeah, yeah. All, the right. Nets. all right well that's what we got for you guys this week 
Uh, we definitely want to thank our good host here, H-Town Chris, for joining us in this week's episode all the way from Houston, Texas. Um, be sure, don't forget, this Monday, actually, no, not this Monday. We're going to take a break because this is the holiday we want to give you guys off. So next Monday, we'll be back on Clubhouse again at 7 p.m. Um, discussing another hot take episode and a hot take topic with you guys. So definitely be sure to tap in with us and be stay up to date also don't forget to check all our social media make sure you are ta- um, following us and making sure you're subscribed and having the notification bell turned on for all future episodes to come in coming through in the future we appreciate you guys tuning in and again thank you again for our guest this week h-town chris for joining us and we'll see you guys next time all right crash crew until next time What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.